0: have I considered Botox? Yeah, of course I have. I feel like who hasn't? I mean cosmetic Botox, not, you know, other Botox. And we'll get into that in a minute. But being a doctor, I can see the negative and the positive implications, issues in injecting yourself with a neurotoxin. (laughs) So yes, I've considered it. I'm not ruling it out in the future, but I am today going to discuss the positives, negatives of Botox and how we can get the same sort of appearance or outcome without using Botox. Because I feel like, aren't we just absolutely shedding our bank accounts for these injections that don't last forever and actually have negative impacts on our, how we look in the long term? And I feel like that's not necessarily known about as much as it should be. So that is what we're talking about today. Cool. (laughs) Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Dawn, I'm a doctor and I discuss all things positive and happiness and wellness stuff. And I'm currently going through a bit of a phase of reviewing current healthcare trends and I'm kind of loving it. So, the other day we did caffeine, it's not really a trend, but everyone drinks caffeine, don't they? And today we're doing Botox, and I kind of want to do fillers as well, because fillers scare me a lot. Have I thought about them? Yes. Because everyone's got these, like, absolute, like, doll lips, right, I'm going to call them dull, 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 doll, 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 d-o-l-l, doll lips, it sounds like I'm saying dull lips, doll, the more I say it, the weirder it sounds. Everyone's got these dull lips and as someone who puts himself on the internet, I'm kind of, I'm feeling a little bit like, I don't want to say FOMO, but I am feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't, I don't look like the rest of them. And it's like, well, attractiveness is thought to be a positive thing. And do I think I'm unattractive? Well, that was a confusing question. No. Do I think I'm attractive? I don't think I'm unattractive. Um, but I'm also like I recognise that other people have enhanced themselves, so now I feel normal, <laughs> and maybe that's not a bad thing. But obviously, I have considered it. You know, I take pictures of myself. I like most people do. But I, you get like used to this normal, like heavily pouty lip, and you're like, mm. like not that mine are small, but they just aren't like big. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Botox let's talk about my wrinkles all right I don't have loads of wrinkles I'm not gonna lie and that's not me showing off but I am trying to keep them under control my forehead is in particular one that is looking a little bit risky and I have thought about it but I've thought about it a lot and I've thought about it and I've thought about it and I've thought no and I'm gonna tell you for why today so I want to talk quickly about the history of Botox because it wasn't just like, oh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, we found it and we're going to inject it into our faces. It actually started um, when people were eating bad food or like off food. And then they got this food poisoning, basically, which caused... And back then, I think it was like the 1800s, we didn't really have great medical care. So probably a lot of people died. Basically, you end up getting this... um, potentially not obviously not everybody dies, but potentially fatal form of food poisoning where um all of the the bacteria that has you've ingested releases this toxin, Botox, botulinum toxin. Bot botulinium, botulinium toxin. And um it basically paralyzes your muscles. Um I mean, you kinda need muscles to live. So if you're paralyzed and it's not just like the movement, you know, you're not just like lying there, paralyzed, it like paralyzes all of your muscles. And if you think about what is an important muscle in your body, the heart, that is literally a muscle. So like, yes, you can get neurodegenerative conditions that paralyze your arms or limbs and stuff. And you know, like MS, for example, this is a, it's not selective. So you, you just, you stop being able to breathe, you stop being able to like, open your eyes, stuff like that. So nicht gut, very nicht gut. I sound like Bridget Jones. Then it was, it started to be used for squints. So if you, so basically where one eye doesn't look in the same direction as the other eye. And um, if you inject the one that's like overworking, you can get the other one as in Oh, it's really hard to explain without you being able to see. Um, let's say my left eye looks inwards. That means that the in the inside muscle, the one that's next to my nose, is pulling more. So if you paralyse that one, then the eye is going to move more to the middle. And the other muscle is then going to be able to work harder because it's not um pulling or trying to pull against this little fucker in the middle that's like Ew, pulling really hard so i think that's the theory behind it i didn't look that up but that kind of makes sense in my brain and then um they started using it for medical purposes this happened in 1978 not that long ago But basically, people started using it for medical conditions, which are related to overactive muscles. So we currently use uh, Botox for, let's say people have like a, what do you call it? A, um, oh, like a contracture, but I don't want to call it a contracture. A spasm? Uh, Anyway, tight muscles. You know when people are like uh, with cerebral palsy or whatever, um, they have really tight muscles, and they end up going into, like, I don't want to call it spasm, but you know what I mean, contracture, where you might not know what I mean, (laughs) because I'm doing it on the, on the film, but looking a bit weird, um, so, yeah, you end up, I do, I'm doing that, because that is the typical position that you go into, you end up, um, bending your, um, elbow, bending your wrist drops down and sort of curls around and your fingers like curl up as well that's just the typical position so if you then um inject the bicep which is contracting then you can relax the uh muscle and um you can then straighten your arm great you can also get botox injections in some people have like jaw um like really tight jaws uh, not like a lock jaw, but like a really tight jaw where it, and it's like painful. You get like headaches and you can also get it for headaches, um, at the back of the neck or the front. Um, cause if your muscles are constantly tight, that's going to be painful. The other thing you can use it for is, um, uh, overactive bladder. Oh, I talked about that in my last episode. How topical. Uh, I've never had that, but cause obviously then you can go into retention. That is one or like you can't wee basically because your bladder doesn't contract not an issue i've ever had my friends but if you obviously inject something with a paralyzing um neurotoxin then it won't might not empty fully and you can get UTIs and stuff but anyway so then we started using it for cosmetic reasons because we were like hmm if we stop using the muscles then the the contractions cause the wrinkling right so if we stop the contractions of the muscles in the face, then your forehead's going to stay still. The most common place is probably the forehead, and you're gonna you're not going to get the forehead wrinkles. So, I think there are some positives. You know, there are especially medical positives, the ones that I've just mentioned. Um, but there are physical, physical cosmetic positives as well. So, Botox obviously offers like instant results, like it's instant you don't need to wait, you don't need to wait for any swelling to go down, you don't need to have massive surgery, it's reversible, and, well not reversible, but it reverses over time, usually three to four months, and it's like, I'm gone, so, and it also, so if you don't like it, you just go, okay, well, I'm only gonna wait three to four months, and then I'm back to normal, but obviously you do then have to wait three to four months, not ideal, but not awful. You know, it's not like, oh, I had a nose job and then I don't like it. Because that's quite a common problem. A lot of people that have cosmetic procedures, they have them because they have a huge distaste for how they look. So then when you change that look, yes, sometimes it's positive. But sometimes they still don't like themselves. So then you're in this like, well, I still don't like myself, so what am I doing next? <laughs> um, Yeah, another... So forehead lines, brown lines, and... um. Uh, crow's feet at the eyes also you can get wrinkles here I don't know if they inject there though because then you won't be able to smile anyway I'm sure they inject everywhere Um, now I can think of lots of negative effects to having Botox injected into you and I've got them all written down here let's just talk about the the normal negative effects so obviously Botox can go wrong I wouldn't necessarily call that a usual side effect because it can go wrong but it's not common that it goes wrong and I don't want to advocate for it but like it isn't common so maybe I'll just do those no I'll do them after um so I think probably obviously okay no let's do the I'm come on just make a fucking decision Dawn I think to start with it looks weird okay I started watching Um, Keeping up with the Kardashians. I stopped watching it now because it was just fucking cyclical. I was like, this is so unnecessary, all this drama. And it's like obviously fake, right? I'm sorry, it's obvious. As someone who creates videos, I know that it's obvious because I can just see it. (laughs) And also, I started to like hyper notice how frozen their faces were. And it looks so unnatural. In particular, Kim... Sorry, Kim, I've got nothing against you, my friend. But when she tried to laugh, it it was honestly scary. I was like, she just laughs like this, ha, ha. And it's like, oh my God, you literally can't move your face. So it's rare that you see them like actually let go and laugh and like be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they just, maybe it's just not that funny. But maybe they just don't laugh that much on camera. But even just like a small like, ha, ha, you know, they're just like, ha, ha. Okay, I'm sorry if you can't see this on the video. If you can't, you know, if you're just listening, um, I am just just go and look up Kim Kardashian on Google, and you will know what I mean. And maybe even, I'm sure people have done videos on YouTube about it. Maybe go check that out because it's it's kind of scary to watch. And also because I see so many humans, I have being a doctor, I see thousands of humans a year, not just like walking down the street, but like just every day, <laughs> you know, I talk to them, I see their facial expressions, and I read a lot from people f- people's facial expressions, but when you watch the Kardashians, you're like, I can only really tell what you're thinking by what you're saying, like I don't actually know, you know, maybe body language, but your facial expression is difficult, very, very difficult, and I am i don't want to like pick on them specifically, but everybody knows who they are, and I would say they are the, the lead people when that you think of when you think of celebrity influencer type thing who has a lot of cosmetic surgery. (sighs) So that's that's the only reason why I'm picking on them. I'm sure there are plenty of other people, but I just don't watch like influencery stuff and you know, I don't follow many like beauty influencers or anything like that. Nor do I go on Instagram and look at like Instagram models and stuff. So um, yeah, one of the main issues is the frozen look. I would also say social confusion. This is one I've made up myself, but I am fucking confused. I'm like, what are you thinking? I can't tell. I, you could be thinking I'm about to go and murder 10 kittens, or you could be thinking it's really nice to meet you. I really love your podcast. Who the fuck knows? And that's concerning. So, Obviously, these side effects are temporary, but most people just get top-ups, especially people with lots of money, especially people whose appearance is important to their brand, to literally existing, because that is, their brand is basically beauty. Like, they're like beauty standards. So, yeah. You can also get blurry vision. I think that's a rare side effect, though. Um, Usually resolves... Allergic reactions, you can get allergic reactions from, like, almost anything, so there we go. Um, Muscle weakness is a, obviously a temporary thing, but long term, you get something called muscular atrophy. In particular, frontalis, no, what's it called, this one, frontalis, is it just a frontalis muscle? Anyway, this muscle here, forehead muscle that goes, uh, 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 lifts your eyebrows up. Also, I'd like to point out, whenever I see somebody now, I know when they've had Botox. Like, I just... I know I feel like I look for it though I don't know but I I can just tell like and I think I said and what's worse is when you can see they've uh, it's worn off on the lower portion but the top bit is still frozen I don't know if that's intentional or but like that's the I think worse because it's like you're just getting forehead wrinkles here and then it just makes it so much more obvious so I also think if I start getting Botox I would I would want it all the time Because I would get like kind of weird FOMO. I'd be like, well, I got it before. and Now if I don't keep it up, then I'm going to get really wrinkly. So I don't want to stop it. So yeah, you can get something called not just this muscle, but I'm talking about this one because it's the forehead muscle because it's uh, the most popular to paralyze. You can get atrophy. And what happens when you get atrophy is your eyelids end up drooping um, because the muscle just won't hold, you know, you need some kind of muscle tension to like, hold up your face so then you get droopy eyes mainly and you then might end up need to get like a little facelift so look I might look back on this in five years when I'm a I don't know successful youtuber or whatever wherever life takes me I actually don't know I don't want to say that that's gonna happen because it might not but um and that might not be my goal I don't know but and I might think, wow, Dawn, you're so naive. And now you've got Botox and fillers and stuff. But I like to think that that won't happen. Now, I live in a, I live in the UK. Like, not that many people get it. I am in a group of, a cohort of people who are, I would say, very health conscious doctors. There are some doctors I know who have had it, mainly because I can see it or they've told me. Um, There are some nurses. But I would say few and far between. And also, we're in a caring profession where... People want you to look like you've got a fucking, you know, emotion. So there we go. Um you can also get issues with Botox um going to other parts of the body. It's super, super rare, like almost unheard of. Basically getting botulinism, which is where that's the effect that you get when you get poisoned with Botox, basically. And but the thing is, I actually looked this up and basically the concentration of Botox in injections is uh, significantly diluted compared to what level you would need to die from. <laughs> so good news. Um, Yeah, as- aesthetic disenchantment is also a thing. It's just like, you're never quite happy. And you like, like I said, like, I would get to the point where I'd be like, well, I got it last time, so I should keep it up. And this shit isn't like cheap. It's not like 10 pounds. It's like, you know, one to three hundred pounds, depending on where you go, what you get, I would wanna get good stuff, you know, I wouldn't want to get like, who the fuck knows what's in this? And that's the other concern is who the fuck knows? Anybody can inject Botox. You I could. I could make some good money off it. I've thought about it, you know? It's easy, it's great money making for a doctor. Although would people pay to have a doctor do it when they could have a random person do it for cheaper? I don't know, depends how much you care about your life. No, I don't know. Um, Depends how much you care about that, like money and stuff like that. There are other factors. But yeah, I would, I'm scared of myself, especially with my weight loss journey at the moment. I am scared that I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I've reached my goal weight, but I'm not happy. So I'm going to keep going. Okay, I've reached five kilos under my goal weight. I'm not happy, I'm going to keep going. And that is a, a fear of mine. That's something I'm very conscious of because you don't want to like keep moving the barrier you know barrier keep moving the the mark and being like okay I need more I need more and that is it's a slippery slope you know and I am fully aware of that in many things you know you it's like you you do one thing and then it's like oh okay I want I want more or I need more so how do I get this beautiful radiant look I'm nearly 29, by the way, Ugh. Um, so this is how I look. I have had no cosmetic surgery done, Zero, z- 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 zero. absolutely none. Not that I'm, like, proud of that or not proud of it, but, like, just want to let you know, that's the sitch. So, and that doesn't mean I won't get any in the future. I have thought about a lot of cosmetic procedures, like, obviously, I have. They're in the news, they're in front of you. And as a doctor, you know, I worked on plastic surgery for a bit. So I was like in that kind of field and we would see like cosmetic surgery gone wrong, which is kind of not great. But also I see some stuff on YouTube and it's like, it is thrown around you, normalised to look like a doll, to um, look literally 10 years old forever. Like, whatever. I don't know. I wish we would just give up on this. Like, I want to look like a baby forever kind of scary so number one hydration I think we forget that our skin is the largest not even exaggerating the largest organ in our body crazy and it's also the one that surfaces like literally comes to the environment like none of our other organs major organs that major organs are organs we need to like literally live a heart because you could say that your eyes are an organ I suppose because an organ is just a complex um bunch of s- different tissues and cells that create a thing <laughs> an organ um but your eyes you don't need them to live like you could not have eyes and be fine like you would be alive so but your skin if you had no skin dead you'd be deado dead 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 you would not live because you would just you would just be constantly leaking fluid it's the problem with burns constantly leaking fluid like liters liters of fluid and you would just dehydrate because your skin is like keeping it all in and obviously you'd be prone to infection also it'd be really fucking painful like you wouldn't want to live with no skin would you it'd be really painful i don't know actually would it (laughs) i feel like if you had no skin i don't think it would be painful Wow, what a thought. That's my weird thought for the day. If you had no skin... And I don't mean, like, burnt skin. I mean, no. none, no, no skin. Also, like, skin holds stuff in. You know, if you had a hernia... Oh, my bowel's on the floor. Oh, dear. Um, What else would be on the floor? Because you've got a lot of muscles that hold shit in. Um, Eyes? No, they would still be in. Anyway. But if you had a hernia or some, or a prolapse... Goodbye, organ. Okay, so hydration. Guys... This, Like I say, it's an organ, so it needs looking after. That means inside and out. I have a skincare routine. Woo, who doesn't? My skincare routine, I have thought about doing on my YouTube channel, but I don't think anybody cares. So I'll just tell you quickly. Um, I've started using micellar cleansing water um, because I probably wasn't washing my face enough because I just, okay, this is a really first world problem, but I don't like it when the water drips down my elbows and then it ends up going into my armpit. Sorry. So I use cleansing water every night and then I put on my night cream and this is only a recent addition by the way and then I when I wake up in the morning give my face a little water wash and then I put on my day cream which I've got on now. It's got SPF 30 in it. You should always be wearing SPF. Doesn't matter if it's sunny or not and you should be drinking Mm, water. I also take collagen oral supplements i get them from amazon you know i have omega-3 as well not well i mean so your skin is made up of like different fats as well so that is kind of important too um healthy lifestyle eating well eating lots of antioxidant foods so like blueberries etc and my collagen tablets have blueberry acai and tur- tr- turmeric in it which are all very good for you as well so there we go I feel like I'm doing things um sleeping well while- some people say I don't sleep on your side or your face but I'm like fuck that I'm not going to be able to sleep if I don't sleep on my side so I can't just sleep on my back like a mummy um because <coughs> your skin needs to repair and everything needs to repair whilst you're sleeping. Um, stress. Not only do do the internal effects of stress come out of you, but also if you're stressed, you know, you're your, 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 like t- muscle tensing. Smoking, avoid, please stop that. And excessive alcohol, also please stop that safely, but stop it. And regular exercise, which is just really good for blood flow. You need good blood flow to all of those skin cells. Smoking reduces... I mean, you can tell when someone's smoked. I literally... I can look at you and be like, you you smoked your whole life. I don't even... I have to ask it as a social history, but it's, like, obvious. I'm like, you you look 80, but you are 50. That's unfortunate. So please stop smoking. Um, there are other things. Facial contouring. Well, we can do that with makeup, but that doesn't change things. And microcurrent facials. This is something I've only just discovered, but basically you electrocute yourself on your face or you stimulate your muscles and then it's like a temporary thing but it like lifts up your skin. You can also get like non-surgical facelifts, um, but they can often just like pull your skin and then it just comes back down anyway. I think personally, if you want to look good without Botox, you just need to look after yourself. <laughs> like, have a good skincare routine, wash your face, drink plenty of water, exercise, don't smoke, sun cream. Easy peasy. And in fact, I think the normal look is just going to swing back around. I don't know though, are we all going to get that like, there's that horrible like filler face that you can get and I wonder if that's going to be, become the new beauty norm. But it's like fine, you go ahead and do that, I'm just going to carry on living my life and being existing as me. Cool. Anyway, guys, um, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end. Wow. I think next time or soon I will talk about fillers as well, because come on, I feel like it might've been overdone, but we'll go there. And thanks so much for listening. Give it a like if you liked it. Thanks to all the people that do, um, give it a five star. Oh the fucking camera just went off give it a five star review um if you're listening on the podcast that's be super helpful and i upload every monday and thursdays so thanks so much and have a good october no sorry november <laughs> okay bye love you mom. oh that was really gross sorry sorry i'm so sorry about that